1: We're talking real money. No, no, no. Bear Stearns is fine. Do not take your
2: money out. This is really, if there's one takeaway other than a plus 400 or something, Bear Stearns is not in trouble. I mean, if anything, they're more likely to be taken over.
3: Who let him in the studio? Who let that guy in the studio? Security, wow. security, security. Wow, that was a, that was a, a, a little
4: trip back
3: in time. Yeah. March of 2008. In, in case you didn't know, Jim Kramer. Why Jim Cramer? We'll get to that in a minute. Why my dog barking? We'll get to that in a minute, too. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money, the real money talking show. The real dog the real talking, dog talking dog show. Dog talk apparently. show. Dog talk. Well, that's in honor of tomorrow's big event, uh, the Puppy Bowl. Oh, the Puppy Bowl. The Never puppy miss bowl. it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't watch dog, that Dog, I'm sure it'll game. be up early. I, I oh, watch no. the puppies. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Don. Tom's over there in the aircraft hangar. can you
4: you bet on the pup? Can you bet on the pup? You can bet on anything That dog was going to go over there and, oh, do exactly what I said. That's (laughs) $500 I just made on that wager. I
3: love it. Uh, Debbie used to ask at the dog track if you could bet on that, when they would go first. You know, who would... (laughs) Anyway, uh, not win first. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number. That's 855-935-8255. Today today we want to talk about predictions and why okay I know he's fun to watch for about 10 minutes after that the bombast is overwhelming I I, I gotta take a bomb bath get a bath bomb after the bombast because it's just just it, it covers you from head to toe Jim Kramer. The shouter, the screamer, the ranter, the raver, the guy who you, many of you, turn to for investing advice.
4: Yeah, it's not really advice either. It's more of a game. I, I think another well, but, TV host. But he takes himself
3: seriously.
4: Yeah, I guess so. He says he made a lot of money in his hedge fund. Um, There's a new article. By the way, you can go read. I think you can read this free. It's in The Spectator. It came out last week. Uh, one part of it quotes what you just mentioned that he said, Bear Stearns, fine. Don't take your money out. Of course, they went bankrupt the
3: next day. Then June 2010. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> he was just unlucky.
4: He was a bad day for him. June 2010, he's, uh, Tesla's IPO says, sell, sell, sell. And of course, Tesla is up about thirteen thousand percent since then. By the way, after losing seventy percent. Oh, okay. Year. He
3: was just unlucky twice.
4: Yeah, and then there's June of 2022. Oh. When he uh, praised a lot, our unfriends at FTX. Remember them? The crypto thing. Yeah, oh, the Bankman-Fried thing. The the, the yeah, Bahamian be, the Bahamian you know. guy.
3: Well, but American. I think more
4: importantly, more important than those individual predictions is in The Spectator, they looked at five years of his actual predictions, one at a time. Do you realize that he has made 12,564 <laughs> predictions in those five years? That's a lot. That's oh, busy. I, I mean, feel a lot so of-
3: badly for the poor person who had to go back through and watch all those.
4: <laughs> Which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, thank you to those calls. I hope you didn't follow them because... You underperformed the Standard and Poor's 500 by six percent in that period. Six percent. I mean, so all that work, all that effort, all that blather, and you made less money. So wait a minute. That was over an, what an period? Twenty seventeen through twenty twenty two, which I believe just expired a few months F- ago. Five two year mo- period. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
3: during that period, the S and P 500 returned. What was it about? A lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no but average annual over that period was i don't know i think it was about 10 for some reason that's what's sticking in my head 10 or 11 so really he did low single digits or mid single digit returns at best
4: with a lot more risk a lot more effort a lot more i mean this is part of the thing that people forget that took a lot of work to follow along. by the way you can join his club now for 400 bucks a month and he'll tell you ahead of the announcements, I believe, ahead of the uh, TV thing. Here, here's what I believe, and here's why you should invest in it.
3: I have a question about that. Yeah,
4: wouldn't,
2: wouldn't that, that sounds be front running?
3: <laughs> sounds like it. But what do I? I mean, know? if you're going to p- give someone access to information that is not yet generally known to the public, I, I just somehow that's. Uh, although maybe his argument it is his argument will be, yeah, but my my advice is no good. Look at the numbers. Yeah. Why, why are they listening? Why, so why are they listening? If they want, if they want to buy ahead of time and lose, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just another bit of you know. Maybe the guys who run the inverse, the Kramer inverse yeah. ETF, was could, getting to that, could hire the uh, could be a part of his club so that they could get their shorts even sooner in a knot, shorts in a knot. Um, so uh, um, oh, I got that. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll be
4: here all week. Juvenile no, so, humor. I get it now. <laughs> that's about, about where it ends. So yeah, Mr. Kramer, um, and by the way, his numbers have gone down on TV to the place where now he's not even in the top ten shows on CNBC anymore. My goodness.
3: Oh tough times well, indeed. Gee, that's so sad. I'd like to see CNBC just go away. 855-935-Talk. Give us a call.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: Hello, welcome back to the show. Don here, Tom there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number to do something really important. And that is try to get your financial life on track. That's what we're here to do. We want to get you on track. So give us a call. 855-935-TALK. We're talking about how wrong Jim Cramer has been when it comes to picking stocks. And yet, he wants you to pay him four hundred bucks a year to get his bad stock picks even earlier. But what? Yeah, and you're if you are part of
4: the club too. You probably get a T-shirt or something.
3: Oh, I bet not. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just guessing. You you get the you get the board you get the button. Smack <laughs> yeah. that button. Wham. Uh, but ah. what if you could? What if you could buy an exchange traded fund that did exactly the opposite? Of what Jim said, it shorted every stock that he suggested. Well, that was proposed last year. It was uh, its ticker was supposed to be S J I M short Jim S Jim.
5: I like that. It's yeah, a clever too. name, and it's mm-hmm.
3: very interesting. I I was able to find its returns, its hypothetical returns, through uh, October of 2022. Now, for just for 2022. For the year so today through October, first three so the first, first three quarters.
4: No, no, more than more than that, because November, December. So and by oh, that point, no,
3: by that mm-hmm. point, the S and P five hundred was down approximately seventeen percent.
4: Sounds about for that right. period.
3: Mm-hmm. If the short gym fund had 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 existed, and you had purchased it, you would have for the year,
4: yeah, to that point, <laughs> seen the first a positive 10 months.
3: return. A positive return? A positive return of seventy one percent.
4: Gosh, how can they deny they got to approve that immediately? You're it stopping does not people exist from making yet. a lot of money. They also oh. did a
3: hypothetical inverse Kathy Wood uh, uh, Wood fund. <laughs> that would have had a really no, that one big was year. only that one was only up fifty four percent.
4: well, okay, still 54 whatever. Basically it's saying that yeah.
3: Jim's picks performed worse than Kathy Wood's picks. Which was well, Jim makes, yeah, yeah. Jim makes a lot of picks. He makes more picks. I mean, yeah, you know, Kathy, Kathy has a small portfolio, so
4: yeah, she's more of a buy and holder, I think. But, but what yeah.
3: does this tell you? What is the moral of this story? I'd like to
4: see you, frankly, do something. If you're th- if you use individual stocks, if you if. follow Kramer's work, I hope you don't. But if you do, I'd like to see you do something less speculative. You
3: know, like maybe ah. sports
4: betting, crypto, SPAC, something, you know, more in that, the middle.
3: That's yeah. less risk. Sports betting, now legal in 30 yeah. some odd states. Don't even, let's not even I know, go you don't there. Even, Tom is so angry. Now, some of you will hear this after the Super Bowl on the podcast, <laughs> not that but those of thing. you who are hearing the show live know that on Sunday, uh, people all over the country will be betting on everything Super Bowl. It yeah, not just
4: and not just, not just the game, the but like every down, every you know what's going to happen yeah. now. I think it's awkward, yeah, like really, you know,
3: will 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 Travis Kelsey pirouette and fly through the air on third down and eleven. You know, I, three to
4: one odds on that one. Um, I think I hope they're <laughs> higher than that. <laughs> Who knows. No, nah, I just hate that. You know, it it reminds me of the the old expression: "A fool and his money lucky enough to get together in the first place." When doing that, oh, stuff, that's a good that's, one. A fool
3: and his money are lucky yeah. enough to get together in the first place. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's really
4: but. shocking. So, at any rate, okay. So back to the Kramer situation.
3: Yeah, what's the moral? Um, the moral is well, not if you're going to buy stocks, no. be smarter. Isn't no. the moral what the heck are you doing in stocks anyway? Because if you're in individual stocks, you're trying to do the same thing Kramer does. And does unsuccessfully. And by the way, he has access to more information than you do, a lot more. And you know,
4: and he spends a lot more time on it than most people. And he's been in the business for—he'll as he'll remind you what—I don't know—forty years, years, fifty years. Oh, so he knows oh, his way oh, Jim, around Wall Street. Jim, he used Jim, to have a hedge fund. I've, I've
3: been in the business as long, and I never had a hedge fund, which gives me—I yeah, well, think that uh, gives me higher third points. act. Yeah, third act. Uh huh. We could have a Tom and Don. Hedge yeah, fund? my. You know what my hedge fund will consist of? <laughs> oh come Some on! Some nice boxwood. Uh, <laughs> okay,
4: a um, lovely so,
3: portfolio of hedges.
4: Ooh, and I want the two level effect. Yeah, you know, I want yeah. the one higher than the other one. So that's all. <laughs> yeah. Now, I said so the moral the of the story. Nee. <laughs> there's a, there was a guy, a soccer guy named Knee, the other day. I was like, Really? Is, is he, a, he nee? one yeah, of the Knights who say Knee? I maybe because he's English could be he could be so I mean what do we learn from all this we learn that you know even <laughs> Not a even darn the really thing, ladies really gentleman th- <laughs> we
3: didn't learn anything because we're going <laughs> to continue to be stupid so stop thinking about it there you go it's all we're done now just let's go to just something go else let's just go okay
4: home. that's it fine I was going to mention the guy that came up with the random walk down Wall Street fifty years ago thinks. The same as we do, but that's okay. We won't no, do No, no, okay. That's we fine. can
3: do that because that's actually good advice. Yeah. That is actually good, good, yeah. good advice. um Most. And who is Burton Malkiel? Just tell us who Burton no, Malkiel a, is.
4: I think he's still a professor of economics at Princeton, right? he's oh, works as an advisor wait. to Wealth Is he an academic? Yeah, he's kind of studied the numbers. This
3: stuff for a living mm-hmm. and has published and, multiple papers and books.
4: Indeed, and what does um, he, and he say says, you should do? He says you want to own a broad stock market index fund, not just the S and P five hundred. Oh, Tom, broad market. That's broad so market. boring. I know, I know. We sound old fashioned, old school. School they built before the old school burned down. I mean, but the reality is, Burton's been saying this for a long, long time. And by the way, he did remind us in this uh, piece that. There's almost $6 trillion now in index funds. So congratulations to those of you in index funds.
3: Holy which is cow. where you should
4: be in the, index funds.
3: I didn't know this. I feel bad not knowing. The Kathy Wood Inverse Index Fund <laughs> You're actually this? exists. It is yeah, not I think, I, I hypothetical that, yeah. like the Jim one. And how's, year to date, it's probably down. Oh,
4: down 22%. Yeah, because all of her picks have gone.
3: How did it great do last year, year, though? For
4: oh, the whole I think year. You said through the 10 no, months the it was whole down year. like. I know, I'm just trying to think. You said 10 months it was down like 50%. Yeah. I'll say 45% because they a- came back a little a- bit.
3: They didn't. 82. Last two months.
4: 82.
3: 82. 82, wow. 82. 82% gain. So, I mean, you with an 82% gain, can you one get it year, with
4: leverage? You can, can you get it with sure leverage? Sure,
3: you can i want a little leverage yeah, on that. yeah you can come margin super... yourself up absolutely you go <laughs> go get them bud whereas it's funny last year three the, times up the, come the comparable benchmark was down almost 20 percent but still the average annual return is double digits i mean it's an impressive average annual return so um she
4: lost sixty seven percent last year. But let me tell you, point. I just want to throw oh.
3: something in for any for anyone who's going. Oh, I got to I got to buy that fund. Leverage uh, that uh, thing. Um, yeah. um, um, no, no, it's a short fund. Okay, short funds are inherently there is people selling
4: this stuff all the time. You read about it. Oh. These leverage on short. Is
3: Remember, insane. Kathy Kathy Wood should win overall should make money. Not. I I'm not, I don't think she's going to beat the market, but she should make money overall just because the market does better overall.
1: 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: Hi. We're here for you all the time. We're here for you on weekends on Northwest News Radio, 1097. 7. But we're also here for you all the time as a podcast. Talking Real Money, the podcast, and you can call us anytime at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Hi, Pam. Welcome to the show.
6: Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad to talk to you.
3: As are we. What's up?
6: So, um, I've been with a brokerage firm for more than 25 years. I actually used to work for them. And um, I've always been very happy with my broker, but he's retiring. And so um, now I I don't necessarily want to stay with the one they assigned me.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: They live, you know, three hours away from me, and I'll never see them. So, and I started reviewing my accounts. And um, I'm not thrilled with the fee-based management fees they charge me.
3: What do they charge?
6: Because I don't, uh, I don't know the percentage. Uh-huh. I never figured that one out. Okay. But I don't buy and sell. hmm And so nothing changes in these fee-based accounts.
4: Well, did they I, tax loss harvest last year?
6: Run. Pardon?
4: did they did they do anything last year tax loss harvest is there any other activity in the account
3: that would help you
6: um not that i can remember
3: well pam here Um, i'm going to ask you real quickly uh, can you give me the names of some of the funds that you have are etfs or stocks or whatever in your portfolio
6: sure what do you have sure so uh uh let's take a look here um uh, Amazon, Consolid Edison, mm-hmm. Merck, mm-hmm. Archer and Gamble, Verizon. Mm-hmm. Apple. How about a fund?
4: Not just. Do you have any mutual stocks. funds in there?
6: Um, I just have one, and it's like a floating rate.
3: A, f- a floating rate fund. I don't okay. have a lot mm-hmm. of. I don't, okay, so yeah, what you had? What what you had? Have- what you had was a a broker, an advisor who was helping you pick stocks, in other words, right?
6: Um, yes. Over the course of years, I would always ask him what is on his list, and I felt very comfortable with that. Um, usually I go with a company that I either buy the product or I, I am familiar with, <laughs> you know, like Johnson & Johnson. Um, Over the years, it's been very good to me. So has Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So has Amazon. Mm -hmm. But they're kind of things that I know um, and can recognize. Um, Okay,
3: so what are you thinking you want to do from here?
6: Well, I'm not happy um, with... So I have a, a Roth IRA. And after it got to a certain dollar amount, something new they started a number of years ago was splitting the account into two parts. And one is I manage it myself, and the other one is they manage it for me for a fee. I thought I was doing just fine doing it on my own and, you know, checking in with my broker every once in a while. And well, I
3: think I want to go someplace else. Well, then, here, here it. one, we would try to dissuade you from owning individual stocks. You may have done very well in the past, and congratulations. But the reality is owning individual stocks is, by all measures, dramatically more risky than owning stocks through an ETF or div- a well-diversified portfolio. Because despite the fact that they all sound really good— Uh, Washington Mutual sounded really good before they went bankrupt. Enron sounded really good before they went bankrupt. Bear Stearns? No, Bear Stearns before they went bankrupt. Nobody will tell you when these companies are going to get into trouble. They don't tell you in advance. So if you want to continue to hold these stocks and you're not going to buy or sell them, just open a discount brokerage account at Fidelity or at Schwab or at M1 Finance or any of these and move all the assets over there and just let them sit. But we think you should do more. Tom and
1: Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
3: Owning individual stocks is one, very old school. Two, it has been proven over and over again to be a very dangerous way to invest. Now, Pam said she's done very well, and I am not doubting that for a minute because over the years she had been investing, over the 20-plus years she had been investing, the market did very well, particularly the large blue-chip companies like what she had in her portfolio. But the reality is, we don't know that she couldn't have done exactly as well or maybe even better just by owning a diversified portfolio with lower costs. But what we do know whether the performance was comparable or not that she would have owned a portfolio that would have been less frightening if she had a diversified portfolio as opposed to a few stocks and that has the potential in the future to be a lot less frightening that's why we we push diversification because pr- diversification gives you two things it gives you the return of the market but it gives you an inv- a decent investment return with less volatility than picking Individual stocks.
4: And most of us are overconfident about <laughs> the things in our life. We've talked about this on the program ad nauseum this, it, earlier in this episode. About, yeah, I mean, people believe, well, I did that right, so it's going to continue. That's one. Number two, the idea that you can walk into Starbucks, buy a drink, and think you know something about that company is ab- silly. The idea that the Amazon delivery guy will come by and you think you know something about that company, most of their profit is made from. Not a- delivering A-W-S. packages. Yeah, AWS. And so and number three is the sharks like Jim Kramer are swimming in the same pool and they got better access to the stuff that you know they're gonna eat. So no, I I I and God bless you. I think it's great. You've built a that sounds like a good portfolio for you. But to anybody listening, I there's that is a direction I would not go. I like what you said. I think it's old school. That's the way things used to be done. Don't do it anymore.
3: The academic research says don't do it anymore. And the other thing is, you want to make your life a lot easier? Just sell all that stuff and buy VT. Bingo. There you go. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Mark, you're next. Welcome to the show.
5: Hey, guys. I was wondering if I wanted to buy a target date fund with the Paul Merriman, Chris Patterson, Two Funds for Life. How do you... A commoner like me who doesn't have um, uh, premium uh, admission to all these sites that you guys do, um, how do you figure out what the allocation stock to bond is for the 2035 versus the 2050 versus the 2065? How do I find out? That's easy. What you, don't need to
3: you don't need to spend any money.
5: Morningstar is available. to free. The, the
3: basic version of Morningstar is available to everybody for free, and you just type in the symbol of the fund. Give F- us a ticker. Yeah, you have, we can tell you right here.
5: Okay, so if I type in F like Frank, I, P like Paul, F like Frank, X. F-I-P-F-X should be the 2050 infidelity. How do I know, like, when somebody bought it in 2015, well, that isn't the same allocation as it is now uh, as we approach 2025. How do I determine how that changes throughout its life before i get to 2050
3: because you can look at a a shorter duration fund from the same company you could look at a 2030 for example uh or a 2035 and you can see what that how that allocation changes over the course of years and it's a pretty set formula that they use. And the uh, the 2050 is... Just looking at it now, it's a very low expense ratio, only yeah, 12 basis points. 10% bonds, 90% equities. Which makes sense
4: because they're saying your retirement is 20 plus years, right? Or whatever. And that's a long time from now. So they're going to be mostly in stocks.
5: So let's say I look at that 10 years from now. Will it then tell me, oh, now you're 70, 30?
3: Yeah. I'll tell you right now what it'll tell you. Uh, it will you tell you... You could go you, look at the... 20... Uh, I'm going to look at the 2040. Yeah, it's probably 65 the or 70% in is, stock. Uh, no, that's about 85.15.
4: Well, more aggressive than I would have thought. But um, the point of the matter is, yes, it does move to an allocation that is more in bonds as time goes on. And then I would just, if you're going to use the uh, the Paul Merriman method... Can we say that? Um, I would add in something like AVUV or something like that that gives you the small cap To give you the small cap, uh, which contingent. is his two yeah. fund
3: thing. Yeah, that, I think it's really simple. And just go back, go, in essence, go back in time by looking at the shorter duration versions of the same fund. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: <coughs>
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: Well, this stuff is really important that we talk about here. Even the Paul Merriman portfolio, I mean, it's kind of
4: important. you got to be nice for a couple more weeks because retirement We're going to see him in two weeks, and that, the then I'll have the a year before nice I see him, him again. <laughs> good point. Yeah. You can bash him.
3: Uh, no, actually, I I am the narrator yeah. of the audiobook version oh, that's of a good the, point. Uh, the the millionaire book that Paul wrote, mm-hmm. which was the two-fund book, which basically says... It's so easy. You buy the right target date fund for your age.
4: If you're going to retire in 20 years, then it's the 20... Mm-hmm. Year... Well, you could go 2050. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You buy okay. that. You got that. But yep.
3: those funds do not have much in the way of small cap value. In small in cap
4: value. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Which is... If you buy small cap and value together, you kind of get two of the legs of the stool that support the the slightly better returns and you get them in one fund. Wait, so, wait, get,
4: wait, you know, wait, wait, Slightly better?
3: Okay. It's been historically better.
4: Almost 100 years, it's almost a 3% a year difference.
3: Yeah, yeah, but between I'm talking about small cap value. And adding that I mean, large it, growth. it slightly improves the overall return of the exactly. portfolio okay. because you're adding a small I stand amount. Corrected. Yeah. That's yep. what I
4: Okay, mean. fair. All right. But you, so you then you just add in that 20%. So if your portfolio is a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. eighty thousand goes into the target date fund, twenty thousand then goes into, and I, I, okay, I got nothing against, okay, you could use VBR at Vanguard, you could use AVUV from Avantis, those, either of those would be just fine. Then you're all set, you're ready to go.
3: Yep. At a very low cost, very low cost. <laughs> if you use a target date fund from Vanguard or Fidelity, low cost, low, 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 low really low so that's a great way to go we're we're big fans of it uh eight five five nine three five talk is our telephone number eight five five nine three five eight two five five Tom has an announcement
4: yes this is very important actually. he's very excited like, about this and I told I you I this am. would that's happen
3: a, I know and I told I you listen uh, I love this we I bought do. a lot okay, of radio so. ads. That we yeah, really didn't okay. need to buy, because it would have okay, filled but, you know, up sometimes,
4: anyway. Like, okay. Retire uh, meets 2023, Yeah, two weeks from today, two yeah. weeks, 14 days. Mm-hmm. How many hours is that? I don't a know. a lot of hours from now.
3: Not uh, enough hours, not no. for me.
4: <laughs> I believe that is uh, basically sold out. That said, in, in the in-person version, if you mm-hmm. want to come and see us in Bellevue, I think there's a couple of seats left. You'd have to go right now to retiremeat.com. Literally,
3: and if you're Literally, listening to the right podcast, now. it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. If but you're listening you to the radio go- show on News Radio 1097 seven, it's not too late, but you need to go to retire me like literally now.
4: Yeah, and so it, it virtual, it, yeah, virtually, we already have over 800 people signed up virtually. It's crazy. So, um, and we agreed this year would only do 200 in person because Don likes things a little more intimate. You know, he's kind of that shy intro he wants to just i am. have a few people in his I, room just, a, just no a couple, no as a matter of so. fact
3: actually i like a big room if i'm talking to a room but if in, in one-on-one oh, it's, on one, it's that human contact that, that, that no i'm serious <laughs> okay i don't I, It's why why do you think i live uh, in the studio all the time
4: i thought debbie had put the word out on that but i could be no wrong, debbie so, okay. debbie
3: debbie's a social butterfly no, I know I she's mean, down there she, doing that. She locks you in the room upstairs. No, she would. So. She would love it. I if had a cousin like that once. Much. So it's okay. Does. I get it. And okay. I don't. Anyway. I don't. Tomorrow, I wanted to just stay home and watch the Super Bowl. I really was yeah. excited. I make up a big plate of nachos. I you going to
4: bet on third and five? No, because one, or run sport here? betting
3: is illegal in Florida. So. Oh, okay. I, well, just, I wouldn't want to go public I would, with that. I don't bet. I don't bet. I don't play the lottery. If I go to Vegas, I, like, I, I bet $40 the whole time I'm there i'm they a terrible better i don't like it i don't believe in it it's stupid it's stupid it's entertainment it's entertainment that's that's okay anyway what was i gonna say oh and that, i have no idea she turned around we got invited to a f- super bowl party and apparently I, I, yeah. I gotta go
4: okay you uh, can come here we've got the, the combo party super bowl excuse and me birthday wouldn't wouldn't that tomorrow. still
3: be a party Good point, point. and Very wouldn't that party be three thousand miles from where I am right now? I think it's about thirty-five hundred. If you okay, actually check it, so, well, yeah, it's a bit of a. Bit given of, you had to get going. Get given, on your horse, given, as they say. Given that I'll be getting on one of those winged test Horses? tubes in the sky, <laughs> uh,
4: your, your favorite petri
3: dish ready uh, for you? Let's <laughs> see what germs we can mix together in a tube, Doctor. <laughs> uh so i'm really excited about that (laughs) so okay where we started retire Retire
4: me if you want to join us on the 25th go get a ticket now because one thing i can't guarantee you by monday they they will they'll shut it all down there won't be a lot more tickets available well except for the virtual except for
3: the virtual virtual virtual
4: yeah virtual anytime but yes if you want to join us which is way more fun because now you know you can torture don the the introvert the heedless contrarian that wants to hide in his room you can really have some fun so there's something to look forward
3: to i will just be heading back to my hotel room all right here we go with a question oh, that was please. called in to 855 talk but not when we were here in the studio.
6: Ah.
2: Hi. Th- thank you for taking my call. Really enjoy your show. <clears throat> I have a question in regards to uh, the ticker symbol QYLD. I know that you've discussed these kinds of securities in the past on your show, um, and I-, I believe that it is a, a covered call um, a security, and uh, it's an ETS. It has an expense ratio of 0.6 uh, percent, and it pays out really high dividends. Now, the question that I have for you in regards to the security is that whenever I make a an investment, I compare it to a benchmark like the S and P 500, and I know that the uh, just by looking at the two, the SP 500 has outperformed the security. However, my friend is wondering, uh, which I have this discussion with. He's wondering, well, what about the dividends? Uh, I use.
3: Yellen They're always finance, factored into the returns. Uh, That's yeah. in part of the returns. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, we're, we're pretending like he's live. Uh, I
2: see that. Uh, that. <laughs> he's going to go it on. Has not outperformed the S and P five hundred. However, the dividends are are pretty high in comparison to the S and P five hundred. So my question to you is when you look at these charts do they include in the performance uh do they factor in the dividends as well Yep uh, Anyway thank you enjoy your show and
4: um, uh covered calls Yeah yep. They become they're just bigger and bigger it seems again <sighs> it's like they go away they come back it's like that cousin you don't want to have at the party with yeah, them. but Yeah uh,
3: but it's annoying but but the reality of covered calls is they're they're not going to give you the returns of the market because you give up all your upside to get that little bitty premium on the sale of the call. So they're going to land somewhere between a money market fund and the stock market, which you're just paying a lot of money for something that you don't need. It's a it's a weird complex hedging strategy. And That's yeah, the dividends yeah. the dividends are included in the returns quoted so the the average annual return over the last five years for uh qyld QYLD, is 5.09 percent per year which is by the way i'll add yeah which is less than the s&p 500
4: i'll add one other thing this is not a fund that we use nor recommend no nor would we ever just just saying just putting it out nor will we ever no. You want to try squeezing one more call or not? No. No. Are you kidding?
3: We have thirty seconds.
4: I know we could be fast this time. No, we can't actually be say that something fast. Important. I don't okay. think so. Right.
3: And then we just end up rushing. we have to hold them over till the next podcast or okay. the next hour of the show.
4: <laughs> the next year. Yeah. The no, next guy not. who sits in that We're seat. We're in
3: February. We don't start a new year for a while yet. Ah. Thank goodness. Okay. Do we have any major holidays coming up? I yes, hope not. we have another one on the twentieth. As I told the employees, it's
4: a holiday but you don't have to take it off. You uh-huh. can still come to work. Oh,
3: then there's that Valentine's well. Day. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Tom and Don are talking real money. <coughs> For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
3: Well, the excitement is mounting here at the uh, Retire Meat Marathon. I'm looking at the big tote board behind us and we are almost at our goal. We have almost reached our goal and sold out Retire Meat 2020, Tom. Don McDonald,
4: Tom Cock, Paul Merriman, Apollo Lepescu et al. will be there in Bellevue in person the 25th of this month. And oh, can make it in person Three virtually. seats left. That's it. No way. RetireMeet.com. Well, you still got that's 20 it. seconds. Oh. oh, I thought you said that's it. So no, I no, no. Was, I'm looking out. at the, was...
3: I'm giving you the number on the tote board. Ah, oh, on. I see. And now
4: we're down to two. So sign up now if you want to see us in person. It includes lunch, breakfast maybe even a drink afterwards. I have no idea. So it's all there, <laughs> yeah. retiremeat.com. Yeah. I just yeah. throw there that are, in there. There are a lot
3: of bars around Maiden Bauer Center. You can certainly <laughs> have be. a drink afterward. Go to, love to, go see to it. retiremeat.com, but you need to do it